Welcome to the Vault Podcast. My name is Dave. With me is funny man Dan, Dan Liatra. Hey, buddy. Hello. Hi. It's good to be back after we've told everyone that we're back and yes. then we weren't really back. How many months ago did we tell everybody that we were back? Uh, what, what, what is a month now? Yeah. Like, I had two years that I can't remember. What so is time? What is time? What is time? What is uh, Dan, time? I've, I've, written, I've written a new int- introduction. You ready? Oh, I'd like to hear this. Okay, here we go. So, in case you're wondering what this is, uh, here, here is my official New Vault podcast introduction. We know not every leader in kids' ministry is in a big staff team. In fact, more than half the churches around the world have solo pastors, but no one should be alone in ministry. So, we humbly ask you to consider us part of your team. Welcome to The Vault, where you keep your most valuable things, and what is more valuable than wisdom? How's that for an intro? Oh, that was Thank wonderful. You. It feels like something that you spent hours on doing a lot of just, I just need to finish this down. I just, oh, yeah. what do I need to yeah, say? I, when I, when, if, if I don't feel like I've got something, it is, there is, yes, you helped me. You helped me through. Oh, it, actually, it was, you, just, you just sat there. You just sat there. I mainly. just sat there. <laughs> I, I sat there. I farmed a lot of rupees on my game. And oh. uh, it was it was the line though, but no one should be alone in ministry. Yes. That really, that summed it yeah. up and we we're happy with that. And that's why we're here, to be with that's you guys, why we're here. be part of your team. But for the first time ever, we have got a, oh, do we have a doozy for you today? This <laughs> is incredible. Uh, listen, I've got another. We've, this is a job interview because we want to expand our team and we need yeah. more team members. Uh, but you can't just have anybody join your team. Uh, you need a you need to assess their abilities and their gifts and talents. Am I right, Dan? Yeah. Are they are they wheat or are they chaff? We'll oh. soon find out. <laughs> are they pearls or are they swine? No, that's, are, that's probably are they bone or are they marrow? <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure those work. Oh, listen. Okay. So today's job applicant, today's team member applicant, we're about to do a job interview with them right now. And who Mm. better to be our first applicant to join this team than Jim Weidman, ladies and gentlemen. Please welcome Jim Weidman to the podcast. Hello, Jim. <laughs> it's amazing to have you and but this is oh, serious, Jim. We so we can't be good. too it's what? So I was it's just saying, good so to be good. Hanging. It's so good to hear a marketable accent. It's just like half of most oh. of our audience are gonna understand him. They can't understand yes. us. It's just wonderful to have you on, brother well, Jim. It's good to be here. It really is. It's um <laughs> at my age it's good to be anywhere. There you but, go. Uh, it's especially good <laughs> to be here. <laughs> now we now, but this is all fun and games. But uh, at the heart of yeah. this is a very serious. This is a very yes. serious moment for all of us because Jim, you are applying to become part of our team, uh, but we need and, to know about you. Yes. And if you join our team, you're then joining all of the people on the Vault Podcast team. Yes, because oh. we're a part of their team, wow. so we're taking this very seriously. Absolutely. Well, 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 do you have some questions for me, gentlemen? <laughs> yes, he's done this before. Uh, listen, we'd like to begin this job interview just with a quick ministry skill check. Uh, what we okay. need you to do, what we need you to do, Jim, is rank your ability from one to ten in the following areas. Okay, very simple. Okay. 
Very simple. So we have 10 areas we'd like you to rank just to gauge your skill level. One being okay. terrible, 10 being amazing. Let's begin. Yeah. Uh, Harry's your ability, first of all, with puppetry. Uh, puppetry, um, well, I kind of started puppetry in the church, was one of the first people to do that back in the 70s. Yeah. Okay. And uh, so um, came up with uh, puppet tracks at one time. Uh, I was recording for all the major puppet companies in America, uh, skits and different things, and so, yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, created so twenty we'll, different volumes of right, right. Um, pu- puppet uh, songs called puppet tracks, so, and yeah. um, and created puppet aerobics. So, it so was probably a, a ten. Tool. Wow! Quick, quick. So, so I'm I, like that's you a, know that's I have like a, a hard time getting. I have a hard time giving myself a 10 because there's always room for improvement. So I'd say nine. Nine. All right. Brilliant. (laughs) uh, Puppet puppet aerobics? Yes, puppet aerobics. It taught the basics of puppetry and and actually um, was probably one of the best-selling resource tools that I ever did. um, Dan, yeah. this was meant to be a quick segment. I think this is going to take sorry, a little longer. Sorry, that, <laughs> Well, you don't normally say puppetry. Like, well, I kind of pioneered the whole puppet ministry in, in children's ministry. Um, uh, let's what see a great if, way to start a job next... interview. Yeah, I used to have – I had endorsements with three puppet companies uh, <laughs> at one time. So there you go. Great. Keep it going, Dan. Uh, so, uh, so this next, this next uh, one, Dave, just move your lips for me. Ventriloquism. Um, you know, I did. Uh, I did some tranquility. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I used the dummy. Did you? Um, early in ministry, back in the seventies, uh, and uh, different things, but uh, kind of moved on to animatronics and some other um, uh, types of uh, puppetry and things. Uh, you know, larger than life kind of things and mm-hmm. kind of What's, moved on from just can we get those, a number from you jim uh a number of what uh, well, one to ten well can, let's oh, just go oh, through oh yeah nine let's 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 pick up the pace here here we go balloon okay, animals here we go. balloon animals balloon animals. Balloon animals um i'd say eight and a half Okay. <laughs> Eight and a half. I did balloon animals. Uh, All right. I, I kind of traded in some of these things for more leadership stuff in the 90s. Right, right. So uh, 70s and 80s, I was doing these kind of things, but I uh, kind of okay. moved on. Once we started running thousands of kids, uh, kind of moved more into administrative stuff. Amazing, amazing. All right, the fourth, the fourth area of skill, uh, overhead transparency production. Uh, overhead transparencies, and I did that in the seventies. But we moved to. I actually started before overheads. It was opaque uh, projectors where you just stuck the whole book in there. And so, uh, did film strip, did sixteen millimeter, uh, did um, you know uh, all the basic? Um, uh, you know, moved right through all the different things until today. So. Can I get a number from you, Jim, please? We need to press you for a number. Uh, n- nine. Okay, great. Nine. <laughs> All nine right, because uh, I, used, I used multicolored 
transparencies. Oh. So I just did wow. the plain old white ones. Yeah. I sprang for the four color assortment. Right. Oh. Um, Jim, the fifth area is how are your photocopying skills? Photocopying skills, uh, they're they're pretty good. All right, give but us what might, about, a, about a seven? Nine. Nine, nine okay, nine. okay. Um, can we say audio cassette duplication? Audio cassette, uh, I don't have one anymore. Uh, but back when I had one, uh, I was pretty skilled at it. I had high-speed duplicators and different oh, yeah. things on my own. So nine. Yeah, okay. Uh, felt board. Felt board. Yeah, felt, felt board. Felt board. Operation. Um, you know, I actually had uh, not just your basic felts, but I had these Cena felts that uh, were blacklight, uh, where when you turn the blacklight on, you saw another image on the felt. So you would see, uh, you know, Jesus uh, in the midst of the fiery furnace or, or uh, uh, in the story and all that. So I had the ah. high-tech blacklight. Cena so, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna yeah. put you down for. I'm gonna put you down for eleven. I know you don't want to okay, give it to me, but we'll put me down for eleven because <laughs> yeah. that's amazing. Oh dear. Um, yeah. uh, what, would, what about what? your general craft skills, including yeah. but not limited to paper mache or scissors operation? Uh, you know, I'm I'm good with scissors. Okay. Uh, but I have to have left-handed scissors because right-handed scissors do not work with you. on a left-handed person. But uh, paper mache, I never really got into paper mache. Okay. Okay. I'll be Ooh. honest with you. So probably a one on my paper mache Ooh. skills. Oh, this is uh, that's really going to affect the end time score there. Okay, uh, what about your Microsoft Excel spreadsheet ability? Spreadsheet. You know, um, do you have Excel? Uh, Excel. I went from a Commodore 64 straight to a Mac. <laughs> I've never owned a PC in my okay. life. And uh, so, you know, I'm, I do numbers, but I don't really do Excel. I have okay. assistants that do those kind of things. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Must, so our, must be nice. our, our, CF, oh, must our be nice. CFO and some of those <laughs> yeah, folks. Yeah. Lost All touch right, with the uh, common man. Yeah. <laughs> the final area is um, offering collection and counting. If you're in a kids' ministry, can you? Are you good at that? I, listen, I am excellent. I have built scales, uh, you know, to weigh the yeah. offering between boys and girls. Ooh. We've come up with oh. all kinds of uh, different. I had a a offering robot at one time. Uh, and uh, just all kind of different things, oh. but uh, yeah, yeah. Put it, okay, what do you say? The ninth? Yeah, no. Uh, let's let's say nine. let's say ten and a button. Ten and a button. <laughs> ten and a button. <laughs> oh gosh! All right, all right. Uh, listen, uh, there are a couple of bonus questions here. These are just for yes. just for us to help you get to know you. Have you ever used the font okay. Comic Sans before? I have. <laughs> Oh. Okay. Oh, oh that's in fact, oh. I think I've used every font there is. Uh, uh, probably all in one uh, all right. handout. Oh man, so many and fonts. Final... That sounds like that. That sounds like you know, hell. When, when, when I started, when I started ministry, we used individual press-on letters, so all of our publications looked like ransom letters. 
<laughs> All right, final question for the segment. Uh, in what year, yes. what was the last year used? you used any form of clip art? Oh, my goodness. Um, probably, um, probably 2000. Okay, okay. Ooh, that's acceptable. That's an acceptable That's acceptable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Well, thank you, Jim, for your uh, for applying for this position. Um, with that's yes, a great yes, just to, yes. <laughs> great to get to know I you. Was questions. hoping you were going to ask something about you know did you ever? Uh, oh, we 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 get out there, don't you worry. Oh, that you was have just some other things. Okay, okay. The, oh hell. <laughs> okay, this is just a warm up. Okay, this is a well, very comprehensive interview. <laughs> it was supposed to like say give a number, a little story, but we got a lot of lot of stories. Yeah, it didn't there, so, work. Yeah. It didn't work. Yeah, it didn't <laughs> work. <laughs> thanks so thanks for the feedback. Thanks for the feedback. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's amazing. All right, Jim. Well, what we've got, we'd like to um, uh, we'd like just to find about about your background in ministry, of course. So, um, okay. I'd love to hear first of all, tell us a time where you felt completely out of your depth in ministry. Hmm. Well, uh, I think it was the time that I took a blind kid to camp and his dad told me he'd be no trouble whatsoever. Uh, Just remember wherever I left him, that's where he'd be when I was looking for him. And uh, that was not the truth because, first of all, uh, he was not potty trained, although he was 10 years old. And then second uh, of all, I knew there was something wrong with his eyes since he was blind, but I didn't know he liked to take his artificial eyes out when he got in water. And one of the first activities we did at camp was we went swimming. And so um, uh, the year was 1979, and um, basically I had a young man that took his eyes out in the pool at camp while when he turned around, um, he had white slots in his eyes. <laughs> the kids had a cross making the signs of the cross saying, children of the corn, children of the corn. And uh, so I really felt kind of alone at that time. Oh, that is that is very, that's a, when you're beginning out, that would be absolutely terrifying. Yeah, like, that, was, that was year two of ministry to children. Right, right. That is oh, that's yeah. How do you um, how do you come back from that? With the yeah, that's that's a real challenge. That's a real challenge, Dan. Well, you got the great question? thing, the great oh, yeah. thing, the end of the the end. A lot of things happened in in between, but uh, that week, the young man got filled with the spirit. Oh, amazing! And the campers voted him the uh, camper of the week, and so oh, he, amazing! Uh, that's awesome. Beautiful, beautiful. So, yeah. You turned it around. Dan, have you got a question for our Turned around. I would like to hear what uh, idea that you championed, that you pioneered, that turned out to be an abject failure, like just a <laughs> real stinker. Well, um, back when I invented uh, computerized check-in, um, all we really had was... Um, barcodes, and so uh, there were, you know, there was no um, any kind of um, thumbprint or eye scan, retina scans, or anything. And so, um, 
you know, barcode was good, but it just wasn't, you know. Um, and although it helped, you know, once we started running over 2,000 kids and needed to computerize all of our check-in and stuff, and and uh, then other companies started doing that and other churches and things and um, in the early 90s. And so uh, barcode check-in didn't turn out to last forever. Okay, okay. I mean, if that's if that's the worst that's ever happened, wow. Jim, you've done pretty well. <laughs> I, I, I invented digital check-in and it only lasted ten years. Yeah, yeah, just a yeah, failure. It's terrible. Yeah. yeah. All right. Sorry to hear that. <laughs> no, right. there's there there's been more failures. There's a, I, uh, I did uh, an egg drop one Easter, and. Uh, um, we were supposed to use a helicopter, and I talk about this in uh, my latest book. Oh, uh, it's ching. one of fifty, one of fifteen books that I have authored. Uh, but uh, this one, uh, we talk about this egg drop, and basically, um, it was supposed to be a helicopter. The helicopter was grounded, so the pilot said, "Well, I have this little plane. I can do it," and um, you know. It uh, was an absolute failure because he, uh, his brother who was with him was hanging out the door of the plane, throwing these Easter eggs, and they missed the field where the kids were and bombed the neighborhood. And so all these eggs were hitting these houses and cars. And then behind the church in this open field, was a horse pasture, you know, because y'all been to the South. There's animals in neighborhoods. And so uh, so these horses were just running back and forth and uh, screaming and freaking everybody out. Well, then when the plane kind of scooped down to throw the Easter eggs out, there was this giant tree uh, that he had to miss, and everybody kind of saw it. And to make a long story short, when the pilot got through dropping the eggs and we had, you know, the egg hunt when he landed, uh, the federal aviation commission took his pilot's license and arrested him. So that was a pretty big flop. And, oh uh, gosh. Oh, that's it's amazing. One of the reasons I don't like outdoor events. Right. <laughs> you just can't control everything. Oh, that's, wow. that's both, uh, Gosh, well, I love it, Jim. We'd like to give you some scenarios to see what, um, to see how you would respond, and just to find out a little okay. bit more about how you would deal with situation. So here we go. Here's the first scenario okay. for you. Okay. All right. You're a part of a church. This is uh, hypothetical. Um, let's say okay. you're a part of a church who's about to start a location for the very first time. They've never added okay. a second location, uh, and then you're in charge of making sure kids ministry happens. What do you focus on yeah. first? What do you focus on first when doing that? Well, the first, uh, the, you know, I'm all about building a team, and so um, looking at uh, looking at building a kids team with. Let's look at our launch team, look at who we're going to have for the kids uh, and start everything, uh, first of all, with prayer, second of all, with training, and uh, then just come up with, uh, you know, the room that we're going to decorate. Is this something that we can have some permanent decorations? Is it something that has to be 
pick up, take down all the different matters, and just kind of count the cost budget wise uh, that way. And uh, you know, I'm. It's amazing to me how large TVs are and how cheap they are uh, mm. these days. And so anything that uh, you can do, um, you know, visually with uh, multiple giant TVs rather than just building a backdrop, um, you know, early in the early days of children's ministry, we kind of got locked into a theme. Uh, I like in this world of video backgrounds being able to, just kind of change that. So um, count the cost, look at the budget, and um, build a great team and get after it. That that question of budget, do you ever um, – uh, is there ever a – well, let's put it this way. Uh, what if the – does there always have to be a budget? Like is there a point where you would say, look, we can't do this without a budget or we, that's not respecting the kids or how do you, how do you approach that? I've always worked for some great leaders who just valued kids. Um, and um, so uh, probably the first church I worked at, um, um, I did not have a budget. So I just got creative uh, back then in the the early days of, of puppetry in America. They did newsletters and they would pay for puppet scripts and different things. And I just would, uh, uh, you know, I would write and submit things and then trade materials for uh, the copyrights to materials. And right. um, we, uh, yeah. uh, I've always been a real believer in finding people that have a gift to make money, but they don't necessarily want to work with kids and so i'd make a deal with them and say i'll never ask you to work with kids but you have to give me five hundred dollars every time i ask for it and uh that's and these guys would say yes and so whether it was send uh send five kids to camp give me five hundred dollars or uh it was pay for uh something um i don't know if you saw my Facebook posts, but uh, there was a little girl in my first children's church that um, ended up being Miss America, and uh, uh, we did this want to be night, and uh, um, it's kind of a great story. And um, but uh, anyway, her dad uh, was one of those businessmen that loved children's ministry, didn't want to get involved, but man, he would pay for stuff and and. Uh, uh, so you just look for people to join the team financially as well as serving mm. with their time. Awesome. That's awesome. I love it. Dan, have we got a wow. scenario for, for uh, Jim there? Yeah. I would like to know, when you hear the word discipleship in relation to yeah. kids, what are the first things you think of? Well, I think of small groups and think of um, uh, a disciple, you know, it takes two folks to make a disciple, a disciplee and a discipler. And uh, you just find people that are Christ-like in a certain area, let them hang out with some folks that aren't Christ-like in that area and let that Christ-likeness rub off. And so uh, that spending time, uh, uh, whether it be in small group every week or uh, 
just asking questions. Um, you know, uh, one of the greatest things I love about children's ministry is just talking with kids. And uh, um, as you talk and give them honest answers, they'll ask you some honest questions on, well, how did you do this? Or how do you do that? Or when these situations happen, how do you choose? And then just giving them the word and and uh, walking that out. Um, I was, um, you know, and whether it be with kids or uh, even adults, uh, the greatest witness that we have is our life. Um, mm. You know, I was talking to you, Dan, about being in the hospital the other week and uh, just my wife being in the hospital and my two girls, Yancey and Whitney, coming and hanging out. Uh, before I was discharged from the hospital, I had five nurses in my room that said, hey, we've been watching your family, and uh, we want to know about your marriage and some marriage tips, and we want to know about parenting And uh, after watching your family here in the hospital. And same thing's true whether it be on a weekly basis in kids' church or uh, just everywhere you go. Your life um, is is that testimony of, um, you know, how to disciple others. Oh, fabulous. All right. And when, uh, this might be our last question here, Jim. Um, okay. When you, think, when you think of a service for kids, what are some of the top things you think have to be in there? Non-negotiables, elements of a service, what wouldn't you do without? Oh, oh Dave, I just well, realised that's not a scenario. So... Um, Let's say okay, you're go. in a church. Let's say <laughs> yeah. you're in a church, and someone comes and asks you, "What are some of the top non-negotiables in a kids' service?" See, it's a scenario. Right. Scenario, right? That's yeah, better. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, Derek. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'll be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Let Dave say something, Dan. Without yeah. being yeah. so mean. Yeah. Good so, uh, night. so. so <laughs> So, yeah, Jim, what do you think about these non-negotiables? What do you want to see in a kids' church service? Well, I, I want to see worship. I want to see uh, the presence and power of God. Uh, that's why I love worship is because we have the promise that he inhabits the praises of his people. And so uh, that whole idea of uh, worship. Uh, we're a real presence-based church at the Belonging, where where I work, and um, we just believe that uh, Jesus wants to show up and do big things. And so, um, to me, it's it's worship, it's presence, it's power, it's the Word of God, and fun. Oh, it's fabulous. Ah, oh, Dan. Well, I feel I feel like that concludes. Oh. Unless you've got anything else, Dan. That's a good. Oh, in- I feel like-, like that concludes our interview. I'd just like to say one thing I really appreciate about Jim is how he has taken his family along this journey. They're a mm-hmm. wonderful family, him and his wife, both in ministry, his daughters in full-time ministry. His son, uh, his um, two son-in-laws and his other daughter are both serving at their local church. It's just, mm. it's just awesome. It's just awesome to see. And um, I'm, I, think, you know, I think you've got a pretty good chance here. <laughs> There's uh, a couple of applicants, Jim. So. Just I'm, so you know, I've got, yes. some ref- I've got some references. Okay, and, right. Uh, there's a few oh, other things that I invented that you know, if I need to throw <laughs> those in, you know, like, oh. uh, you know, like uh, pre youth ministry, fourth, fifth, and sixth grade ministry. Um, Wonderful. You know, and 
some other things. So Love it. Well, yeah, Jim, this has been, look, aside yeah. from this interview, I'd just like to say personally, uh, you, it's been an absolute blessing uh, getting to know you over the years. You've written the Ford for my first book. I know you're on book 14. Yes. Yeah, but uh, yeah. you did. I appreciate that. Thank you. It was a small book, but it was a small book with a purpose. It was a, it was a wonderful book. It's a good book. Oh, thank book. you. Well, I appreciate that. And so it's been yeah. absolutely amazing. Uh, there, as we mentioned at the beginning of the interview, there are other applicants, so we will be in touch and let you know. Yeah, uh, but I think, I think you've got a pretty the, good chance. I think you're in the top two. You're in the top two. There's it was one kind other of person. funny. The little Hillsong guy that uh, from the book area. Had uh, he was over at a conference that I was, and he was trying to sell me your book, right? And, and I told him, I said, I wrote the forward, <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, really? Yeah. So, so he didn't believe me. He thought I was just some old guy that didn't want to buy books. So. So oh, <laughs> little little Hillsong guy. Good. Little Hillsong guy. I don't know what Nathan McLean was doing over there. Is it that's Carlos? Just fantastic. Oh, Nathan, yeah. <laughs> it was. <laughs> oh, listen, that's thank amazing. you so much, Jim. We really appreciate it. Aside from the fun and games, uh, we, we pray for your health. Uh, I know that you, yes, <laughs> right yes. now as you're watching this in uh, the beginning of 2022, Jim's going through some health struggles. So uh, make sure you're praying for Jim. Uh, we need him around. We yeah. need him to stick around for a few more years. Yeah. <laughs> and we've got yeah, an exciting new pro- Sorry, you go. Yeah, and you guys are coming over. We've got an America. exciting project yeah. that's yep. going to involve and, and all, all brother trips Jim. end up at my house. <laughs> yes. So it's kind of fun. Absolutely. All right, Dan, thanks so much for your presence, Dan, because you had to be here. Thanks, Jim, because you yeah. wanted to be here. Uh, this has been The Vault Podcast. We'll see you next time with another applicant. See if they can become part of the team. Thanks, everybody. See you later. <laughs> <laughs>